Wait, where are, where are we? Scope, we're in uh, San Clemente at North Menswear. Oh my God, look at that. <laughs> absolutely, I can't even wait. I've heard so much. I've looked at their uh, online presence and everything. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Well, why don't we go on inside? Let's take a look before we sit down with Martin. What do you think? Let's do it. All right. Martin, welcome. Yes. Thank oh my you. God! Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, for, uh, absolutely stunning place you have here. Appreciate that. I mean, I, I I haven't been in too many places like this. You know, it's just absolutely. I don't think I've ever been in a place like this. To be honest with you, that it's this cool with all the clothing, the glasses. I mean, yeah, I I know I'm going to walk out of here buying something. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> or fortunately. Well, it's funny because when I I messaged you about doing it, I was like. I think this is a this is a home run, and then he's like, "Where is it at?" And I'm like, "San Clemente." He's like, "That beer near you?" And I'm like, "I live in Irvine, so it's an extra like 20 minute drive, and it's already an hour and a half for him down yeah. to there." And I was like, "But trust me on this one. It's a menswear shop. It has great products, really focusing on local, American made. Appreciate um, that. You know, and I was like, it's got our vibe. They love community. They love doing events. We love doing events and collabs. I was like, check out the page." In, and he's like, all right, I'm in. Let's do this. Awesome. So I appreciate you being on. No, I appreciate you having me on. And uh, it's interesting. You know, you get so many DMs and you're trying to filter through, okay, what's legit and what isn't. And I got the, I was like, I read it. I cool. I have to. Let's do it. And I checked out Schofield. I was, okay, it's a podcast. I got an, somewhat of an idea. But this morning I got the full story. So, yeah, this is this is awesome. And it's funny because we had uh, Jack King from L.C. King out of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And when Scofe messaged him, he's like, why is someone from a flower company <laughs> yeah, want me right. on their podcast? What do I yeah. know about flowers? It was almost, almost a similar reaction. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, our motto is buy some flowers or you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, either way, you're going to be buying flowers because then you have your funeral. And, of course, you <laughs> yeah, know, the flower right. shop's got to do that. I told you you was going to buy some flowers. <laughs> Sorry, you know, what, are you, what can I tell you? Uh, but, yeah, no, no, I love it. And, and, I mean, the name. So tell us about the name. So uh, the name North, uh, obviously, I – for those that don't know, I'm the second owner, the previous owner, Peter Serpernot. He uh, created North with the intent of, you know, North is the star that you follow. It's the it's the guide, um, and, you know, and we kind of continue on that that legacy where North is the star that you follow. Uh, it's it's you know you follow your true North, and it's also you know talking about heart, mm-hmm. you know, finding your your life's passion, whatever that may be, and then just going with it and for me, this has been my true north. Uh, you know, it's the compass pointing. North. Funny enough, that that's north. That direction, that's yeah, actually yeah. north right there. Oh, that's um, cool. That's you know, great. and so we. Uh, it's just a, a, a for me. It's a fitting. Uh, you know, it's fitting for me to be the new owner, the second owner of North Menswear, because it's always been my life's calling to do something like this. Uh, and to carry on the torch. So, so I, I love it. And I know you mentioned, you know, you're the now the second owner. I knew Pete from before Correct. at the Laguna shop, but I'd love to hear how you came about, you know, kind of taking it over. And I wouldn't necessarily, it's a new direction, but it, it's, you're taking it to the next level. Uh, it's the new phase of, of North probably, you know, how did that all come about? So, uh, I'll add to what you just said. Pete always said, man, I just lit the kindling and it's your job to light the fire. 
Um, and it, so, yeah, it's very sentimental when he says that. So how this all came about, I'm going to take you back to 2006, 2007 when I lived in New York. Uh, I'm smoking cigars with a buddy of mine, Francisco, and we're at this place uh, on 6th Avenue uh, between 58th uh, and 57th. It's called De La Concha, and we're smoking cigars. He asked me a question like, hey, man, I've always wondered – I wanted to ask you, like, if you were – if you could do whatever it is you wanted to do with your life, your career, whatever, what would it be? And without hesitation, I said, man, I'd love to create a, a shop where, you know, it, it embodies an Americana lifestyle, you know, American-made goods, American-made clothing. Uh, it, it could range from candles to knives or whatever, just yep. everything and anything Americana. It's like, wow, that sounds cool. And what would it look like? Well, it would look rustic, lived in. You know, think of a beach cottage or, you know, a cabin or, or just a, a hunter's club. And, and he's like, man, I, I really like the sound of that. And I hope that, that you get to fulfill that. I moved from New York to Laguna in 2010, uh, so 11 years ago. What um, a yeah. <laughs> well, I, I always said that to yeah, exactly. To and, I, and I always told myself, like, if I'm going to move to Cal, I'm originally from San Francisco. Oh, okay. But uh, it, you know, I didn't. I had no intention of coming back to California. I was a New Yorker at, at that point. That was yeah. it. I, I was sold on the life of New York, and um, you know, funny enough, I was on the verge of wanting to do something similar uh, to this in New York. Um, just never got. Never had the chance or the opportunity to do it. Uh, life is funny that way. Uh, had a, um, I was involved with a woman at the time who had an opportunity to come to California uh, for her career, and that's why we came out here, and that was it. Uh, and we chose Laguna and never looked back. Yeah. So in the time that I was in Laguna, the first three years, there was no menswear shop. Like there is, you know, there's a couple shops in Laguna. But uh, nothing like, you know, uh, that New York vibe or that that urban vibe. And three years later, I'm walking up Glen Airy, and the shop catches my attention. I'm like, what is this? And I walked in. I was immediately transported to that conversation I had years prior with my friend Francisco uh, about the whole Americana thing. And that's exactly what I walked into. And I looked at Pete, and I was like, are you the owner of the shop? He's like, yeah, we just hit it off from there. And. Uh, you know, kept the friendship. That was where I would buy my clothes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, every job that I've ever had, they provided uh, uniform or some mm -hmm. sort of clothing allowance, and I never had it. Uh, I never had a need to buy clothes, but if I did buy anything, it was always at North. So that's how the, the relationship started. And then from there, uh, it was just a matter of, uh, you know, just staying in contact with Pete. You know, he would do these cool events. Uh, I remember 2017, I took a job that required me to uh, open up an Instagram and Facebook account. I was never on social media prior to that. <laughs> right. Shortest tenure of my life. I never, you know, that job lasted me six months, uh, and it, it, w it wasn't a good fit. Uh, I left, and the day that I left, I updated LinkedIn, and I had friends calling me like, yo, what the heck just happened? I just saw your LinkedIn. I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm done with that place, blah, 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 whatever. I'm done with social media. And then a buddy of mine like, was like, no, don't don't delete your social media. Stop. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Meet me here. Let's have lunch. I met him for lunch that day, and he asked me, uh, you know, what's your passion? And without hesitation, man, it's like uh, I want to build the America, uh, American lifestyle brand, you know, that, you know, blah, 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 you know, just I, I, I just regurgitated. He's like, you know, I've asked so many people that question. You're the first person to answer it without hesitating. 
So that's what your social media should be about. Follow, you know, just American made, follow brands that are American made, connect with a community that's American made. And I was blown away that how quickly of a community I was able, you know, I was able to connect with people on Instagram that had that same yeah. mindset, same belief, yeah. uh, you know, it, and when people meet me, they think that this is just something because of, uh, you know, the political climate it has nothing to do with politics. This is something that I've exuded for years that, that I've always known that I want to uh, build a, a shop with American made goods. It, it, that's what's in my heart. Again, going back to your true north and that's, you know, to see it finally kind of happen uh, is a dream come true. You know, so the, the the Instagram, when my friend said to hold on to the Instagram, that's when I reached out to Pete. And I was like, hey, man, I'd love to help you out with the photo shoots or whatever. If I could just take some clothes, out, consign some clothes, take it out of the shop, do photo shoot. I'll bring it. He's like, yeah, man, that, whatever. Um, you know, so that would, you know, help him out. Then because of being uh, at the jobs that I've had and ha- building a client base, I started bringing customers in there, and Pete uh, and I made an arrangement to, you know, if I style people and if I sell clothing, mm-hmm. you know, there, there, he would uh, compensate me, whether through clothing or some sort of monetary compensation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in my heart, I always, you know, when I meet good people, I always, I always want to find a way to help them out, and yeah. that's that was our relationship, and Pete just knew that how much I loved North and Year a year later, I think a year and a half later, 2018. Um, I remember just kind of blurting it out, like, "Hey, if you ever get tired of North, uh, you know, I'd love to, you know, to be the one to buy it from you." It's like, okay, uh, it's like, yeah. So if you ever, if it ever gets to that point, please let me be the first to know. And he did. Wow. So one That's thing right. led to another, and and yeah, here we are. You know, it's a Pete the move. You know, he he was he's from the East Coast as well. Connecticut area, you know, in finding, you know, Laguna, it was always a home to him. Uh, I feel that, you know, just for him, his vision, he built his vision, and I just wanted to take that vision. So to, you know, answer the second part, it's like I want to build, I want to build this bigger. Um, It's been my mission to take this brand and to build it bigger. Uh, That's great. I mean, it's respect, too, right? Exactly. respected what he did. Absolutely. And, you know, you're bringing your flavor to the the scene and everything. I mean, I look at the clothing around here. And I I remember years ago when I – I mean, style is a big thing. If you're you're a businessman like in advertising, this is how we dress, right? So – but it's important to, you know, look good at all times, too. And I can remember I was in Detroit – or no, no, I was in – excuse me, St. Louis – and I was at Budweiser, and I was pitching a campaign that I knew that they had coming up, and it was uh, Bud, uh, Bud to the bone, right? <laughs> so I was like, and I walked in, and I, I remember I went across, I, went, I bought a bunch of suits. Back in the day, you had to wear a suit, right? So I bought some suits at this place, and it was in a, at a mall, and it was like, it was okay, it was called Oak Tree. And I'm walking out, and this little Jewish lady sees me. She goes, hey, honey, come here, come here, I want to, I'm going to talk to you. What would you buy over there? And I like, I bought some colorful stuff. She goes, nah. She goes, come here. I want to teach you how to dress. She brought me in. It was a, like, a, it was, a, you know, it had every major Italian brand in there, right? So she laid everything out on a table, and she says, come here. I'm going to teach you something in life. I want you to feel the pat, the clothing, feel it, touch it, put it on, see how it drapes on you. That's exactly what I did. I walked right back across the street. Returned. I returned everything. Walked right back in and paid double from her. Yeah. I went to Bud. I went to uh, Darcy McManus Benton and Balls. I surprisingly I can remember the name of the agency. Saw my buddy Lewis Williams. Next thing you know, I got that campaign. 
because the minute they walked in, they go, Scope, you look fucking awesome. You, you look amazing, dude. And those clothes set the tone for what I was representing. And it was style, and it was like my film director was fantastic. That campaign led to like seven other campaigns down the road. Heartbeat of America. That's awesome. truck. I mean, wow. it was just like boom, 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 uh-huh. right? So I love it. Coming in here, now I look at like what we're wearing, and, you know, I, I look at like I, I, I like Elsie uh, King, mm-hmm. and I wear a lot of his jackets and things like that. And then I dress it up with a bandana yeah. or a scarf. I got a lot of fedoras, and I was just like, you know, and I get the same compliments. Yeah, that's you it. You know, and, and walking in here, I mean, it's the, the styles are just fantastic. I mean, it's great. Now, you come from a – so how did – you were in you were at, uh, at uh, John Barbados. Correct. So, I was at so, John I mean, Barbados prior to, uh, to uh, kind of – this was all kind of unfolding at, while I was working with John Barbados. You know, 2019 is when we started the – Agreement like the sales agreement back and forth, and it literally took that entire year almost. Wow! Yeah. Wow. Um, and then where were you before? How did you actually get into the the like the fashion? So clothing, clothing and yeah, everything like that. I mean, did you go to? Did you have any fashion no, background? No fashion. Ba- or, no. What did you do right out of school and everything? I mean, so I'm going to take you back to my, my days in San Francisco. I remember walking in the financial district, uh, and I'm on you know Mar- uh, Market Street with my mom. And I'm just like looking at all these men with their briefcases and three piece cool. suits, and I'm like asking them, I'm like, what do these guys do? Well, yeah. Some of them are doctors, some of them are lawyers, you know, some mm-hmm. of them work in finance. Well, it's like, why do you want to be a lawyer or a, a, a businessman? I'm like, I'd love to be a businessman, but I just want to dress like them. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> That's I, don't, awesome. I don't want to be a doctor or a lawyer. I just want to look. I, I just, I love the suits, you know. Yeah. And funny enough. Uh, I never would have imagined that years later that I would start working in in, in businesses where, you know, like for example, Brioni. I worked at Brioni for about three years. And Brioni, if you're not familiar, you know, they're like the, the the upper echelon of suiting. Yeah, I've got. A, uh, I had a couple of Brionis. There, yeah, there you probably, go. So you, it wouldn't fit me now, but yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and when, you know, you talk. You, you shared that story of how you bought the suits from that one place, and you went across the street. And literally, it's like, you know, when you get the education of fit, fabric, and construction, feeling different fabrics, you know, to the hand on those fabrics and the way they drape, man, it makes you feel like a million dollars. But that's how I got my first taste in the fashion. And then, uh, obviously, growing up as, as a teenager, trying to find my way, you know, I got really into the hip-hop culture. Mm-hmm. You know, I say culture because too many people use the word hip-hop and think that mm-hmm. that's music. No. The culture within it, you know, it's a subculture, and within that culture, there's music, there's art, there's dance. Uh, complex con. Yeah, How great is complex yeah, con? Yeah. It's the, best, it's the best thing I've ever been to. Yeah. Out of all of them, I like it better than anything because yeah. the culture, yeah. the gym shoes, uh, Every, you, yeah, everything, yeah. hats, the style, yeah. you know. I mean, and, and it crosses across America. Yeah. Big time. I, I grew up with tons of house music yeah. being from Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents loved jazz. My parents loved blues. Always had jazz. Sinatra. Mm-hmm. You know. And then so I and I and my godfather owned the, the top Italian restaurant in the neighborhood. So his name was Fortune <laughs> Renucci, Adolfs, and and so I would go there as a kid and deliver flowers. And the next thing you know, Mama Renucci, you're too thin. You're too thin. <laughs> she'd see me now. Now she'd say, you're too fat. You're too fat. Manja, manja. But you know, manja, no manja. And I'd go there when I was like 20. You could drink. And we'd go there until it was 
4 o'clock a.m. you could party to. So we'd go there with my buddies. We're in our in, in our platforms. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, style. And he has and the photos to prove yeah, him yeah, platforms. Right? Black and white, too. <laughs> and so my godfather would like, you know, I, I just, I always walk in and I'd have breakfast and then they'd give me their check and I'd say, I got it, guys. Don't worry about it. I'd sign it. And my buddy's, God, man, you always sign it. You got cash on it. I said, yeah, I deliver flowers. I'm always getting cash on tips, yeah, right? Yeah. So the next thing you know, at Christmas, I'd get a shoebox full of uh, receipts with a with a uh, bow around it saying, Merry Christmas, kid. Make sure you stop by again. He's like, I'll be there next week. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. So, so, so that, that's great. Yeah. I, love, I, love the, I love fashion. I like where it's going. And, I mean, it's funny that you're following your, you know, your North Star and, and what you have here because I'm, I'm – my career it, it is changing again. You know, we've been doing this podcast, and the podcast has led to clients coming on and collabs with people. And then, and next thing you know, uh, uh, I'm doing a Netflix campaign for Chicago 7, you know, yeah. the movie out, right, the trial and everything. And it's like, and now it's up for Academy Award, and it could win. And it's like Sasha Cohen. And it, so yeah. it's like I feel like we definitely had part of it. Uh, you know, we had a, uh, something to do with you know, just the launch of it. We were involved in the launch of the film, and I'm very proud of what we did. And people are blown away when I send our case study. So I think it's like, it's all about how you, you know, follow your truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you, know, yeah. you bring up a good point. Sorry. Did no, you, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. So you bring up a good point about collaborations. Uh, you know, I, I had a gentleman here a few days ago who has a hot sauce that's ca- that he's launching. It's called This. That's this? It. It's called this. It's I that simple. That. This hot sauce. Yeah, this yeah. hot sauce. And his name's uh, Tony Trujillo. And and again, he sent me a DM. Hey, I live in Dana Point, and I'm like reading. You know, just like okay, is this legit? So sure enough, I was like, I'm reading, I'm reading. I'm like, okay. I respond to him like, hey, why don't you roll through the shop? Boom, I'll be there in 30 minutes. That guy rolled up, had his sauce, and, and the, the moment that he walked in, instant connection. And you know, we sat down here, and and I. Exp- I expressed to him as, you know, creatives will find each other. Yeah. You know, you reached out and here we are today. Like, yeah. You know, when, when you do cool shit, like people are going to gravitate towards it and yeah. want to, you know, collaborate and do great things. And, you know, that, you know, your success is because of that. Like you gravitate, people are gravitating to you to do certain things. And, you know, and here we are today. And, and, and to I've me, helped, you've said help out, help people out. And yeah, you know, absolutely. Things like that. Oh my God! If I, if I mean, if I wrote down the people I've helped out, I'd be. <laughs> you helped me get to call it, you know, like yeah. and that we were talking off camera before. Yeah. It's like it's about community first. Yeah, absolutely. If you help people, you give. Oh yeah. People are going to give to you absolutely when, when you need it, or just out of their own goodness, because you are building those branches where it's like I'm not doing this for monetarily reasons. I don't have any additional motives. I genuinely care about you, and I want to yeah. see you succeed, and they'll feel the same for you. So they'll find reasons to give back to you when you're not even asking for it. It's like, Hey, I'm doing this. Like we've been able, like people are like, Oh, you know, do you have sponsors for your podcast? I'm like, we don't, we don't really do sponsors. I mean, not that we're not open to it, but we've been finding more success in finding people that will collaborate with us. He, he met, um, Nicola from shag bag at an event they started talking next thing you know, she's on the podcast and then we're making, um, a cigar jacket. You know, with flowers oh, awesome. on and everything. Yeah, wow. So he has a smoking jacket. A smoking jacket yeah. now, which that, is dope. Yeah. You know, that yeah. we did. Um, we had uh, Nick 
weekend, Barry, and from the band Bayside on, he has a coffee company. We were going to do a coffee roast for an event. We just it didn't work out then, but it's something we're it's, yeah, you know going to do. Yeah. And it's like we're both going in on it so that we can you know help each other's brands. Absolutely. You know, we're buying the coffee from him, and then we'll you know we'll sell it. He wins, we win, and everyone yeah, has everybody. a great time. Yeah. And we've been finding that success, you know, and I'm sure we, you know, we'll have something that we can talk about because oh, you have, you know, <laughs> you like to do the events. I mean, that's one of the, how I found about North going back because Commodity Coffee had the pop-up in the Laguna shop and I was, you know, friends with the owner of Commodity yeah. and he's like, Hey, come on down. I'm doing this. Okay, cool. I'm going to support yeah, a friend. Now we're circ- circling I mean, even back. for like Shagbag, right? I mean, anybody that's, com- any guy that's coming in here is a hip dude and he's probably got a, a hip chick. Right. Yeah, there you go. You know, girlfriend, wife, whatever it is, they're hip, right? And believe it or not, the women are the ones that end up buying more for, for the, their boyfriends, yeah. right? Because they want to have their boyfriends yeah. look hip, looking, yeah, yeah. right? Looking you good. Know? So, because, and, and imagine right now the things that are happening because of like, you know, just like being at home so much. I mean, just getting yeah. out of the house today, I didn't care if it was traffic or not. It was just good to be in the truck. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, I heard and, something recently on that point is whenever there is, I think it's like war or disease. Mm hmm that innovation comes. And so with the last pandemic, which was the Spanish flu of the... Yeah, Yeah. 1918. The 20s was an explosion of glamour and events and everything. Yeah, it's the roaring 20s. We're back in it 100 years later. And so they were saying, like, there's going to be something fashion-wise, culture-wise, that's going to come of this... And in a booming way. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, right now it's like at home, I'm wearing, you know, comfy clothes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm not putting on the jeans. I'm not putting on mm-hmm. there. But then when I have the reason to, I'm putting on mm-hmm. my nice, you know, denim, even though now I'm like, oh, these aren't as comfortable. You know, raw yeah. denim's not yeah. as comfortable <laughs> as it used to yeah. be. I've been wearing stretchy yeah. pants all the time. Exactly. You right. know, but I'm putting on my red wing yeah. boots. I'm putting on, you know, layers of jackets. I'm putting on the nice hats. Like, I'm wearing all the things that I love to wear when I can. Absolutely. Because I, I and I'm trying to find reasons to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I think we're going to see... You know, on one side, people are wearing Crocs now, but on the other side, people are going to want to dial it up and dress it up more when they're out and about because they're wearing that just for their around the house and stuff. Absolutely. And you bring up a really, really good point, a cultural shift. Uh, I spent the last week and the first two weeks, so the last week of uh, 2020 and the first two weeks of January just in such a dark place because I was doing introspect. I was looking back at, like, what could I have done differently? Right. You know, 2020 was hard on everybody. You know, Right there with you. And so for me, it was like, what what did we do as a society? What did we do as people other than bicker about the left or the right? You know, and and just creates – there was so much toxicity in 2020 that I was just like, what can I do to improve humanity? And so one of the biggest things was to align myself with brands that now that give back to community. I think that's so there's the a, smartest thing. There's I've a ever brand heard. called Bowie yeah. uh, and Co. out of L.A. Every garment that we sell of Bowie and Co. Seven dollars of that goes to uh, the Social Good Foundation, which helps wow. feed a family of five for a week. Well, I have this young man out of the blue. I mean, and talk about that. Like, he came in like uh, at the end of November. Like right, right when we opened up, uh, his name's Mason, and he has a brand called Lorraine by name. Dude's from Kansas. He's got love. I love his demeanor, love his attitude, uh, and he just delivered uh, his first, uh, uh, you know, s- shipment 
uh, personally, he brought it on our pop-up, uh, our, our moto what is it called? It's called Lorraine by Name. Oh, and wow. he okay. has these awesome shirts, and 20% of the, uh, of the sales for that shirt uh, goes, one of them goes to the California Wildlife Rescue, and the other one goes to the Art of Elysium. I mean, how cool is that? You know, oh, that's I mean, really like cool. Parker Warby. Yeah. Warby. Yeah. Parker Warby? Yeah. Parker. The, the eyewear. Yeah. yeah. The eyewear. Yeah. I remember going into their office in New York. They're Princeton kids. And, uh, you know, came out of Princeton, started this eyewear thing. And, uh, <laughs> hi. Do you ever work? We're working. <laughs> 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 Am I be on a podcast? <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. He never works because he enjoys what he does. Exactly. So it's and it's, it's, it's that adage, love what you do and you'll never work another yeah. day in your life. Uh, <laughs> Martin, so you, don't cut yeah. that out. Oh, no, no. We, keep, we not. keep everything. Uh, you know? and, and when we do cut something out, it ends up at the end as bloopers yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I love bloopers. it. Like, I love I don't, it. I'm not, you know, Scove can never get my last name right. Yeah. yeah. He's known me for like 20 years. I It's all sort so we always end up have about six of those going on, but oh, um, you know, I want to go back because there's something that I noticed. So, you know, kind of going back, you kind of you know came in with North and started doing some stuff for them, and all of a sudden I saw a shift. And again, nothing against what Pete was doing, but there there was a dramatic change. All of a sudden, there was daily content coming out there. There was a lot of stories, different things keeping the brand going. And all of a sudden, I go, I wonder if there's a new owner. You know, like something was there, and this was around. You know beginning of 2020 yeah. and then i end up seeing an article about you know you taking over and all that Sorry. and um you know it's funny you basically you took over right before a pandemic happened yeah and retail was like one of the first things to shut down and and shift through yeah i'm kind of curious you know obviously i'm sure you're scared shitless of course you're building a brand new shop and all this but you know what went through you know to keep pushing and, and to keep going through with your vision during all that instead of what other companies, you know, kind of just go, oh, we're moving on, you yeah. know, next thing. So, yeah, I, I was scared shitless. Yeah. I remember telling Alec, you know, March March 11th, I was like, you know what? And this was a, a, before even there was a mandate on closing. Right. Uh, I preemptively decided to shut the doors, and I told Alec, I was like, we're going to close tomorrow. We're going to close because that's the direction that's happening I'm going to need to figure out how we have to pivot. And, you Jesus. know, there were, there were things that we did preemptively prior to the closing of the shop. Uh, you know, we redid the, we, we revamped the website. Like you said, we started upping the game on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I, I started figuring out like the website was the mm-hmm. biggest thing to me because I felt like something was lacking. Um, so for two weeks, I couldn't sleep. Mm. I was trying to figure out how, how how are we going to get through this. I remember calling Pete one day, and I'm like, dude, are you an oracle? Did, like, you just decide to sell this to me knowing, like, this was going to ha- – like, dude, I had no <laughs> oh clue. Oh, my God. And, yeah. then, and then actually Pete opened up to me because then he shared with me. He's like, look, I'm going through my own thing too, man. I, uh, I got let go by uh, the company that he was working with, and I'm like, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh. So now it's like he sold what – was what you know making him you know money and also lost his job, job you know being yeah. let go and i'm like wow okay i need to figure something out because it's not it's not just me it's this is right. everybody and i remember watch watching uh i don't know if it was a post 
that a buddy of mine put out, and I'm like, what am I thinking? Why don't I reach out to Victor from Omniprint? So Omniprint, they, they create DTG machines. So if you're not familiar with no. DTG, it's direct-to-garment <laughs> printing. So okay. you take uh, 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 T-shirts, basically, and you just print graphics directly right on there. So mm-hmm. you have these blank tees. You print whatever graphic on there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's it. That's what we're going to do. I, it was 3 in the morning. I text my friend, Alisa Bet, and I'm thinking to myself, he's probably not going to be awake, but whatever. Yeah. Boom. He, he responded. He's like, dude, what are you thinking? I'm like, uh, well, why don't we get with Victor, Omniprint. You, everything that we're going through right now, like we're not the only ones. You're the artist, and I don't know how to com- communicate this. But what I want to do is – Based on everything that's happening right now with you know COVID nineteen and this and that, why don't we create graphics and do this collaboration? You paint you know, whatever comes to you, and twenty percent of the proceeds will go to a small business every week. Wow. And I'll get together with Victor. Let me text Victor. I remember, I remember yeah. that. And I text Victor, and it's like same thing. Like cool, I I like yeah. it. Let's do it. He what he had to close down. He had just moved to a new uh, to a new uh, facility from Costa Mesa to Irvine. He really wasn't set up to. Like, you know, and we didn't know what to expect, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, Sabet was, uh, uh, like, just pumping graphics out, and like, they were just coming to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I would, you know, we would create these little templates, and now they're available online. And Victor is connecting to our Shopify so that whenever an order comes in, his team, just, uh, you know, receives it. They pull the shirt. They print it. They pack it. They ship it to the customer. And that went on for about three weeks. And that literally – actually, a little over three – I think a month and a half. And that literally held us over. And we started doing masks. He started developing masks that he can print on. And no joke, that, that is what held us wow. over. And, wow. you know, we didn't – the fact that we even had business that month right. was – you know, actually, April was the, the month that we were fully closed. It was just like I, – I, I, I was grateful. You know, because I think that at that point it was just tapping into the idea that you're giving back, yeah, giving yeah. to others, and you know, God or North or you know the divine yeah, being yeah. or whoever yeah. you know just uh, saw that you know. And but I think it was also what we talked about before. It's like you were doing something. You, know, you could have kept all those profits. Yeah. You know, you were obviously going to need money. But you go, no, there's something bigger. And, oh, and I think the community wrapped around that and go, I may not need a shirt, but I have disposable income you know, to buy this shirt to help someone else out. Correct. And, and it's those branches that you reached out where it's like, I'm doing all this out of the, just because I care. Yeah. And other people are going to fl- come back to you because they care about you and everyone else. And, and I'm sure that's exactly why. I mean, I don't remember when I got it, but I got you know one of the North Shore mm-hmm. shirts during the shutdown because I, you know, so I have a lot of free time yeah. and I'm yeah. I'm online looking at stuff and yeah. I'm seeing the posts, yeah. I'm seeing the looks of the weeks, which was one of the ones when I noticed a definite shift in your social media. It's like, oh, that's cool. Look of the week, and, and you know, I'm posting it there and going, oh, I like that. And you can visualize mm-hmm. what you know. It's not just a sweatshirt now; it's a sweatshirt with pants. Correct. You know, you're yeah. you're, you're creating a look, yeah. um, and you can visually see that. But I just remember, you know, going. I'm like. I need to grab a shirt, you know. So it's the Indian head one. I have the sweatshirt, yeah, yeah. you know, to match. Yeah. But I just, I, I, I'm a big fan of the brand, and Appreciate I just was like, that, I, man. you know, I have some extra income. Let me, let me buy something to a place I, I enjoy going to. And I that, think more and that brands was are going to start. I think you're going to see more and more. I think the next gen is all about giving back. To it, 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 it truly is. Uh, you know, and, and interestingly enough, I, I, I got a lot of the vendors that we carry to create this campaign video 
uh, and I don't remember, you know, it's like, hi, my name is so-and-so, you know, and I, I forgot what the exact thing was, but everybody wanted to give back and they all like were on board. They were like, man, this, that's a great idea, man. And the fact that you're going to give back to another, you know, small businesses, we love it. And so the first business, you know, they got a couple hundred bucks. Then that following, you know, we were doing it every week. Oh, the wow, following week, that. the more yeah. money we made, that another business. Do you business still got, have that? Can we get a hold of that? I have the video, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 look, I yeah. mean, put it at the end yeah. of the yeah. podcast, Yeah, right? absolutely. Just let people see that what yeah. you're doing and everything. Because I think it's like, um, you know, I, I was just talking about all the, uh, I was watching a game, NBA game last night. And I was like, you know, and then I look at, like, what's going on and, and, and outside of Compton and that area and things like that. And I just think that, you know, with homeless downtown and everything, I think that more sports players that are making $50 million a year and things like that need to be doing. Like LeBron James puts a lot of money back into the community, Cleveland and schooling and everything. I mean, I think every single athlete – that is making big money needs to be given back. Yeah, I you think know, they're blessed. And you're hitting you're hitting a point because I don't think enough of that is shared. You know, Sean Combs. I know that he wanted to start a school at one point. Mm-hmm. And whether that came to fruition, it just needs to be yeah. said because then other people will if they they hear about it, yeah. like what you're talking about, and we'll share it. Is that more businesses need to do it? Yeah. Well, mean, we, we talked are, about Kobe earlier. That a lot of people don't realize. You know, people loved him or hated him, and the people that hated him hated him for what he did on on court kind of a thing but what i think everyone loves him for is we would hear stories i used to work in for sports teams i worked for the phoenix suns Mm -hmm. um and like basically there was a girl with like cancer in phoenix and like pr was like hey you're you know her favorite make we worked with make a wish and Mm -hmm. make a wish was like you know she wanted to meet kobe or something and basically they reached out and they're like well you know he's in town playing this game and, and I'm probably going to butcher the story, but it, it later after his death came, all these stories started coming started out of all these out. things. Yeah. He was literally paying not just like one or two people's medical bills, but paying a ton of people's medical I bills outright. Yeah. Just, yep, Never knew it's that. on Kobe. And, yeah. and people don't know that. <laughs> but he, he, I think if I recall correctly, either before or after the game when they were in Phoenix, he just went to the hospital, hung out with this, you know, this kid. He didn't have to do that. I think no. they wanted to get him yeah. like a sign car, you know, something like that. And he just hung out and then asked the mom, like, is is this something that can be like fixed with like money? Like, mm-hmm. you know, basically just needs money to do surgery or whatever. And he's like, because I'll take care of whatever it is. Like that's awesome. someone that's he doesn't know, man. doesn't meet, you know, just out of the kindness of his heart. And it's like one of these things where it's like people don't like him because of, you know, the sports side, but how can you not love him well, not only for sp- who he was as a human? Exactly. But it's not only the sports side. I think that people made him a prisoner of his past because of, you know, whatever happened yeah, with his yeah. marriage. Who cares? Like, right. and, and I don't mean to be insensitive about it, but things happen. Mm-hmm. People make mistakes, move forward. And yeah. through that man's actions – and, and like you said, why wasn't that, why wasn't any of that shared? He and a lot know? of times he he asked to not, not be. Sure. Exactly, he didn't want yeah. it to be out there. He wanted to be the private person. But at the same time, it's like because he wasn't doing it to be look it's at me, look at there. Of course, yeah, of course. He just wanted to do it. But it's like it. I, it's unfortunate. But you know, at the same time, I think it it's great that these stories did come out after Absolutely. his death so that people could see he wasn't just a basketball player. Any of his troubles in the past, whether it was on the court or off the court, yep. you know, doesn't define him. And it really shows who he was as a person. And Absolutely. even as a parent, man, he was a great dad. Oh, I mean, the great. way he treated yeah. his daughters and everything. I mean, that's just like, 
being there at the games and everything. I know one of the guys that comes in the cigar shop. He um, uh, works with. He worked at the the place that Kobe had the where he was going that day. Mm-hmm. And I just saw him yesterday. I the Mamba Foundation. Yeah, the Yeah, so. He uh, he was just distraught as ever. So yeah, I mean it's well, it's sad, but I mean you know God bless him and he's looking down on absolutely. us. Absolutely. Let me ask you. So um, you've got I saw you pull up on your Harley and mm-hmm. you got the, the twelve hundred sports in that, but you also have another. Uh, you got like something on YouTube that you've been doing too with the the different brands, right? <laughs> so yeah, so it's a show called the American Ride. Uh, it's a show that I wanted to, you know, again stepping outside of myself doing what I can to highlight someone else. You know, the the, the first episode, uh, oh, oh, my gosh, I'm trying to remember what the first episode was. Um, I know that I have this young man by the name of Duran Morley, mm-hmm. uh, and he has a shop, uh, the Van Speed Shop out of Costa Mesa, mm-hmm. and I believe he actually moved his facilities. But what he does, he takes Sprinter vans or the, the Sprinter type yeah, vans, yeah, 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 yeah. Ford or Nissan, and he can convert them create you know yeah make tournaments of rooms right add kitchens and whatnot like, wow yeah, yeah. Like, like little homes and he at the time was 19 a young young guy mm-hmm. and he's our, like, he's got his, his that's his true north he's got his his, his uh that's business his going yeah that's right. his niche and he found it and he's just doing such an awesome job with that then we had kato brand um who you know the denim that i'm wearing right now uh, they they do everything out of L.A. They have uh, their their workshop there, and I got a tour. Uh, I got to uh, walk around with Nick, uh, the owner uh, of the facility there, and, and he, it was just such an awesome uh, experience to, to 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 be able to walk around, and check out their textiles, how they do things from concept and to execution. Uh, Bravis uh, Brew Company, which is a non-alcoholic beer. I was blown away by the, uh, this. The taste in that. Well, because I don't. I'm seven years so, going on seven years sober. Congrats, and man! Thank you. And I, you know, it's like I know some people feel that if you're having a non-alcoholic beer, that you're really not sober. But yeah, it doesn't get me drunk. I, you know, it's like I don't turn to Frank the Tank. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, the first time I experienced Bravis was at Nick's here in San Clemente, and I asked if they had a non-alcoholic beer, and the uh, the server says, uh, yeah, we have uh, an IPA. I started laughing. Like, wow. IPA. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, like, we have an IPA. Seriously, like, everybody loves it. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I was like, sure, I'll try it. She brings it out, and it's in this green can. It has a little hops on it. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. She pours it for me. I smell it, and I'm like, man, this has that hoppiness. Uh-huh. I taste it, and my mind was blown. Like, I need to reach out to this guy. So we, he, uh, Phil Brandis is his name, and he was kind enough to give me a tour of his facility. So we went and filmed, and you know, it, that was what I think. Kato and, and, and uh, uh, Bravis were some of my favorite episodes to film. But yeah, just stuff like that. You know, people that's that are cool. creating. That's where where can people find that? It's on YouTube. You, you have to uh, look up uh, "American Ride" by Martin Mahano, and then you'll okay. you'll see the very cool. The, and we'll get that in yeah. the notes so people awesome. can yeah, just yeah. click yeah. right over. So it, to to wrap it up and things like that, what's what's the next? Uh, what do you see yourself in the next uh, three to five years? So mean, next... Not knowing where the pandemic. Some <laughs> yeah. guy yesterday, the one guy I was talking to, he was an ex Secret Service agent, twenty seven years. Guarded all the presidents, right? At this, and his kid's going to go play Major League Baseball, too. Oh, wow. So a really cool guy. And uh, I go, how you doing? He goes, yeah, if this pandemic ever goes away. And I was like, well, it's going to go away. He goes, is it? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So where do you see, I mean, where, where, 
going down the coast or getting it? Are you going to open up in L.A.? Because if you do, I'm going to talk to you because <laughs> <laughs> I got the spot. <laughs> there you go. So, so the next five years, the goal is to uh, open up along coastal cities up and down, you know, the West Coast, starting from San Diego. So I'm con- looking in La Jolla or Carlsbad, mm-hmm. and then we want to go all the way up to Washington State. Yeah, I love Carlsbad. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a great little area. here in San yeah. Clemente, man. This is great. So, Carlsbad, my, like, hands down, one of yeah. my favorites. It's the cool cool little uh, beach town, beach community. Uh, you know, it's just almost wanting to follow. The, so this Cherry Bomber, this is a custom Harley that you see behind the mm-hmm. couch here. So the owner of that uh, motorcycle, his name's Laurent uh, and he is the owner of a cool French concept, like re- French restaurant called Mulan. He has five of them, and literally has one here in Saint Clemente, has one in Dana Point, one in uh, oh, wow. Newport, uh, Laguna, and Beach Cities, basically. And so him and I were talking, and it's just like, no, oh, you had the right idea, dude. Beach <laughs> Cities is the way to go. But I kind of want to spread them, spread them out because selfishly, I want to be able to travel with my crew. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we go from one shop, work it. Like I want, I really like to be hands on. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 it always boggles my mind when if you're the CEO or the founder, why are you so distant from the people that actually work, you know, for yeah. the company? You know, they don't work for you; they work for the company, and we have to work with one another. Yeah. And so when we build these north, uh, you know, these extensions, you know, I wanted to, you know, same thing to be have to learn the community what resonates with the community and really tie that into the shops that we open up. Uh, but yeah, selfishly, I want to do it because I want to ride my Harley. Well, I was just thinking it's, it's a good, yeah. instead of a bar hop, it's a, it's a bike hop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Well, you, you, could, uh, you could do what you did, you know, on the poker run with the hell's angels, but you could do it with North yeah. you play poker it. going all the way up the That's coast. It. I always did. Yeah. I always did the Christmas uh, run with those guys. So yeah, you got to yeah. bring a toy, right? Yeah. But it starts at a strip joint. <laughs> and you go to five strip joints yeah, yeah. until you there get you your, uh, you know, your, your final card. And then you go to the, uh, the house of uh, hell. And, you know, I, I lost my ticket the first time. And we had Tiny to was up pissed. To Tiny. Uh. Tiny, I lost my ticket. He looks at me and goes, what the hell did you do that for? I said, because I got ADHD and yeah. I was sort of like, uh, that's way in school. And I uh, lost my paper yeah. because my buddy told me to open up John. And, and he was looking at the other side. It said, really big letters, do not open. Wow. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. yeah, so yeah, that would be fantastic. I yeah. wish you, I wish you all the luck, Thank and then you. we're going to shoot some video here to make sure we show the shop off yeah. because uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Appreciate and, uh, that. Yeah, any brands? Week. I mean, your, your brands you want to shout out to or anything like that? Oh or? man, all all of them. Yeah. Frino, <laughs> Monadic, Signature, Kato, Lorraine by name. Uh, Banks Journal, Outer Known, Sport of Kings. You got some whiskey uh, here too, right? Yeah, we got whiskey. Tenth Mountain Whiskey, Tequila Dame Mas, Carbonati Vodka, uh, yeah. Bravis. Um, what about sunglasses? Red Wing, I like, I Wonderland. Caddis. So like Caddis, yeah. Yeah, we're both Caddis wearers. I didn't. I, <laughs> I left mine in the car, but Caddis, we love you, man. Yeah. They're so great. Caddis, Wonderland Sun. Uh, funny enough, a story uh, real quick of Caddis. Uh, Mitch Colapinto, uh, pretty well known in the San Clemente community. That surfboard behind us mm-hmm. over there, that's Griffin Colapinto. So his son was the youngest Triple Crown winner uh, for the surfing competitions. Oh, wow. And he was here yesterday, and he was just like, oh, yeah, I saw that you're repping a Caddis. Uh, I, kn- I know the owner. Like, you should care. Like, well, we, yeah, good. thanks for uh, – 
uh, letting me know because we uh, we definitely you know yeah, yeah they really yeah. they fit so well absolutely they really do <laughs> so yeah. so yeah uh, Jack Henry uh, who else uh, hardworking gentleman uh, Saint Rita tobacco I mean they're up in your area the yeah. tobacco motor uh, yeah. yeah 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 Magnus Alpha uh, Esquivel favorite cigar favorite cigar oh man uh, <laughs> there's too many. I know. Uh, I know, I still got right, cigar breath from Yeah, night. right now, Padrones. I, I love Padrones. Yeah, Monte Cristo. I have my friend Jared uh, Romine always uh, gives me, a, you know, these uh, My Father's or, or uh, Monte Cristo's that he actually gets from Switzerland. Yeah, yeah I get those too. Yeah, another buddy, Eadless yeah. Year, always uh, pitches in with the cigars too. So, yeah. That's <laughs> but, good. Yeah. That's good. We got we to. Tatuaje is a good one too. Oh, like, I like, I like Tatuaje. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> well, Martin, real quick, you know, before as we wrap it up here, where is the easiest way for people to find, you know, more about North? So, more about North, you can either go to our website, northmenswear.com, uh, or just follow us on any social media platform at northmenswear. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, and yeah. thank you. you know, no, thank right you, the, thank you. Right from the get-go, you started hitting us up and sharing stuff, and, I mean, the same with the other brands that we've been talking to. Uh, after this, we'll talk to you about Chef uh, uh, Jeff the Chef 420. Woo! Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a guy to Jeff get by here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, and speaking of chefs, so if, uh, if I can plug this in, yeah, February 27th, which is not this Saturday, next Saturday. Okay. Uh, the Tony Trujillo, the owner of this, is going to be doing a taco pop-up. We have uh, Damon Lujan, who just point, uh, painted that Kobe Bryant Mookie mural in L.A. I don't know if you've seen yeah, that yeah, in the yeah. news. Just shot yeah. Yeah. yeah, so uh, he goes by Zay One. He's going to be painting this wall. Uh, on oh, that cool. day live, uh, and then Adam Lasher, uh, uh, he likes to trade on his own name, but he's Carlos Santana's nephew. He's going to be playing, oh, wow. jamming out here. So that's uh, yeah. Saturday next week? Sa- Saturday, at February 27th, from 12 to 5 or until oh, we're, we're done with the taco. So. Absolutely. Awesome. But, yeah. Maybe I'll ride out this time. I just got to yeah. find a better route than the 5. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, thank yeah. you very much. Thank yes, you. Thank, thank you. Really Absolutely. Freddie. We're out. We're out. Peace. Thank you, gentlemen. Pratty. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, we're, we're, it's video. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you, though. <laughs> Start that one over? It's, yeah. I'll cut it. <laughs> we'll cut it. Bloopers! Bloopers! <laughs>